We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. He represents everything that you right, have. Yeah, right. A strong floor without crosses. Right, Even exactly. Five of them. I know. He had more than Milivojevic and Xhaka. I know. And Hatterjanic. I'm not, and I, I didn't say I was correct. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> myself. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined in this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Daily Fantasy Premier League slate and to preview Tuesday's opening Champions League slate. Jordan, Champions League finally back in, in full, really. Right, but we don't have the, the eight-game slates yes. that we're used to. But, I mean, six, hey, six all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to have the early two game because they don't have DraftKings doesn't have it posted. It seems like a giant mistake to me to not do that, but they seem very concerned with people getting confused on different slates, which it just seems like such a cop out to me, but maybe they have analytics that show that people get confused or that they, I think it's more of the fact that since the main slate is at three, they want as much of the liquidity there 
I would assume so. Then in the year, like it's not. It's if it was six at first and then two was the late. I think the two slates would exist. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to assume maybe at some point today that they post a showdown for the two for, of them. Maybe two of them. Maybe or yeah. just one of them or something. But uh, you know every. Game week, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be two games kind of cut off that we're, we'd normally be used to. I mean, it, it's almost a, it's almost a, a kind of a gift that Barcelona is not on yeah. the main slate. But I mean, but that's what makes Champions League play for DFS. I mean, that's why we look forward to Champions League group stage, especially uh, when, you know, it's in season because... These are big slates. They all happen at the same time. Well, they used mm-hmm. to, at least. And right. uh, you always have to make concessions, and there's goals galore. And mm-hmm. you can't... It, you're you're going to be fading people that you don't want to. And then you're also going to be able to find uh, insane value some places that... Because it's like, oh, I, that, I've never heard of this team from this other place. And they're at home, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, you know, slight underdog, and... Oh, someone's thirty three hundred. That makes my lineup work, right? Like it, it's, right. it has that type of fun element. So I mean, I know a lot of people may not have heard of some of the teams if you're just playing EPL, or as far as you know, just like the main main teams. Like you know Barcelona, you know PSG, you know mm-hmm. those type of teams. But we get the, all the kind of the littler teams, and especially when two of like the three four potted teams play against each other and that's typically the ones that I target the most but we'll sure well we'll talk about Champions we'll get there, League yeah. after uh your disastrous and my semi disastrous uh EPL Saturday. yes because mine um, I, I did not go I the, the fact that I faded the guy with the highest score and highest ownership and didn't go off the cliff I have to chalk up as a somewhat of a win right I agree with you. Uh, I'd like to start mine with an excuse. That's what we uh, we start all of ours with excuses. <laughs> That's a good point. I have a a different excuse that um, due to some uh, family responsibilities, uh, I was essentially unable to work on lineups after on my lineup after lineups came out. Um, I had actually planned on only playing GPP on this slate. And I I created a few lineups during the week. And then to pull back from the curtain, my son had a U10. I'm going down the Skylar Redpath move here. Um, my son, who currently plays U8 soccer, had a U10 tryout at, um, at 9 o'clock Eastern, like right when lineups came out. So it really wasn't the ideal time to then like process lineups. But my thought was like, I don't, I wasn't really expecting that many surprises. So like, I think I should be okay. And there were two decent surprises for me that kind of threw everything off. And it's not like I was making 50 lineups. I literally had five, which I then think I reduced down to three. And even that was like too much to handle on my phone on a soccer field. But um, I'm not I'm not sure exactly where I would have changed my lineup. But I like to think that I would have changed it from where I ended up because where I ended up was really ugly. Well, I could tell that from your like it. I mean, obviously, you you don't play DFS like seriously. Correct. Right. So, I mean, it's like 
a five dollar single entry double up. I mean, it's not like the end of the world for you or anything. Correct. So obviously, your son is more important than playing. I mean, all, he is right. And although you know you work full time for RotoWire for for us, so you're you're more of a resource to me than I am to you, I guess, as far as playing is concerned. But I could tell mm-hmm. that that once Mendy was out, you're just like screw it. Let me put in Marcus Alonso, and then wherever anyone else could get up to, you just put it in. Uh, I actually was not going to play Mendy. Oh, so you you intentionally played Alonso? Um, I did by the end. <laughs> That's the the the. I think Alonso wouldn't have been anywhere near my lineup had I had the full hour. Like the the difficulty that I had was, um, I went through my lineup. I wish I had saved what I had before. Uh, I, I had always planned on Aguero and Hazard. That was my we I crapped all over the idea, at least somewhat, on our Thursday podcast, thinking it, that was too much. And the more I started playing around, it was the, what am I doing with the money left over? Um, I thought that Hazard was better than any other Man City option, not named Aguero. And so I didn't see the need to have like if I was going to have multiple Man City pieces, I would have rather just have Aguero and Hazard. So I decided to go in that direction. Um, and so when I like checked my lineups, uh, let's call it at nine ten, as I'm supposed to be watching my son's game, but I'm that guy on the sideline on his phone. Um, I see that um, the guys that I had, I was actually going to play Kennedy in cash, right? Cash meaning this single, but I was going to play Kennedy. I was really interested in Kennedy. Right. That's why Kennedy you played Richie. And then I play I went to Richie, yeah. Um I mean, because I think Arsenal's terrible and Newcastle at home I was willing to play. Right. So your your Richie li- was also cheap. Right. Your lineup in full, just I mean for people Sorry, following yes. along at home. Yeah. Uh, Aguero, Hazard, Richie, Billing, Alonzo, Lowe, Gazal, and your goalkeeper. Yeah. My- Kasper Schmeichel setting a new record for me at, at, with the uh, minus seven and a half. Um what a day. Uh, so the, so I, the, my initial thought was, um, let me make sure everybody I have is starting. Uh, so I started tinkering around. Gazal was not in my initial build. Um, I kind of forget who was there, but, um, the, the difficulty I had was when I got to the point, I was like, all right, I, everyone I have is starting. And I'm like, this isn't how you make the best lineup, like to make sure everyone's starting. And I, like, I hadn't actually looked at formations to see who was in. And the one that threw me off was when Ryan Frazier was in. That's who I had. I had uh, Diego Rico instead of Alonzo and instead of Mendy. Uh, and uh, I, you, I saw you went chill. Well, I, I went, I was thinking that as well, but when I saw Frazier, I was like, I don't really want to play Rico. And then it was like, wait a minute, do I want to play Frazier? And I started to play around, and I think had I, I, I don't think I made playing Frazier enough of a, um, enough of a goal where I tried to do it. Like it, it was kind of like oh, I don't, I can't easily get him in, and so forget it. Well, you really, Whereas you I really couldn't I, because if you're playing Aguero and Hazard, and you put Frazier in for seventy nine hundred, like you. I mean, you, I don't play Alonzo. I play a. I play Hatter, Janage, and Low. But you still, and then you it. still have to play Billing, and you still have to. You can't yeah. even play Gazal. You have to go to even for no. 
Right. I, I, I toss. Well, Ghazal is re, is replaced by Frazier. And then Alonzo goes down to Hatterjanage and Schmeichel goes down to Foster. Foster is the one I always was going to play. And when I tinkered enough, I had extra money. And I was like, oh, I'll play Schmeichel instead of Foster. Why not? And I learned why not. But most people didn't go there. Most people didn't play Frazier anyway because, I mean, it turns out that Frazier and Madison yep. were the better options over there over anyone on Man City. Right. Technically. Right. right. But Frazier, I, I, as soon as I saw, I mean, it, it was more of the, I mean, it was clearly results driven. But as soon as I saw that Frazier scored, it was like, should I have thought longer about Frazier? And it's like home against Leicester. Um, I saw, you know, Rico had taken a few more set pieces the, the, you know, just before the international break. But like, I think, I think I undersold Frazier to myself. And I think he, I, I think my lineup would have obviously been better with him. Right. I'm not sure that's totally results driven. No, I think it is results. I don't think that that would, that no matter the result, you're playing Frazier for a floor and at 7,900, like you're playing high end guys up top for goal scoring. Like, I'd rather go balanced the rest. I mean, even with Aguero and Hazard, I'd rather go balanced as much as possible the rest of the lineup than go even more top-heavy on a guy that's like, I could bank on 10 points rather than uh, go down to make sure that you have decent, you know, defense. Like, all your other spots are covered. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I, to me, billing is the, like, billing over Xhaka like I don't know why you wouldn't play Jaco over Billing for four hundred more on with, with no Mkhitaryan in that lineup and Arsenal as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Like just I I don't like it's those small things. I mean I it's not like I did well either, but I mean I didn't go off the fact that I didn't go off the cliff without Hazard is it is an accomplishment I think uh, because yeah. I should have. I think the I think I I didn't have like the I'm gonna blame it on not having the time like I don't I didn't review like the Arsenal lineup enough like I wasn't playing Mkhitaryan so the so not seeing him didn't change anything for me obviously it should have but like in the on a soccer field on my phone I look in and I'm like oh Mkhitaryan's not in but like I'm not playing him anyway like that didn't actually I probably didn't even consider it like I I wasn't playing anybody from Arsenal in fact I was playing guys from Newcastle I was looking at that lineup uh, because I knew Kennedy was out that it just didn't automatically push me to Xhaka. Right. No, yeah, but I, my, my my thoughts going into the slate was if they Arsenal line up the same way without Mkhitaryan, I want to play Xhaka at 4,300, and he opens he opens up my lineup to either playing Hazard or what I did do, which was uh, fade the guy that was 80-plus percent owned in cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Did you think he was not going to be owned? I didn't think he would be 80. I thought he would be 55. It's I, still usually high enough for you to play. Nah, but not not rock. not in what I thought was the, the optimal. But I, at times, I I'm not just going to go. Well, everyone's going to run. Uh, Bill Billing was 26 percent owned. It's not like I wanted to go there. Uh, so like I just yeah, look, 26 is a lot different than 55. True, but still, it's still 25 more than he should be, or whatever on this slate. So I I look I look at the uh the betting lines in the morning. Going like I'm going Aguero. I'm 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 looking forward to possibly going Aguero Willian, if Willian is in. Of course, mm-hmm. he doesn't come in. But I look at the Chelsea total going down, and the Man City total was over four. 
I mean, it was minus 1,200 over four. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, is Aguero scoring all of those goals? And then, Night. and I'd sure, but I also look at, I look at Chelsea going, going, I've, Hazard has have put up three point games. Like, I know Williams not in the lineup, but it's, this, this isn't a prolific crosser. Yes, he draws fouls. And yes, he has the top goal scoring odds for Chelsea, but he has the same goal scoring odds as Raheem Sterling. So I look and I go, if, if I'm, I'm trying to play, it's, I, I played the Man City capture method in my head more than Hazard. So mm-hmm. I was like, let other people play Hazard. Hazard could not score a goal and get 10 points, which is, which is fine. Man City could put up five goals in this game. And as long as I have exposure to goals and assists, like, fine. If Hazard puts up a, puts up a goal, I'm covered. So it's like, I'm, I'm looking going, Sterling Hazard. So I'm, I'm, all I'm looking at, at Man City is going, who, who are the top two goal scorers? I mean, I, I could have played Bernardo, but I thought that's a, that's a f- quote floor play. And the, the salary didn't save me, didn't do anything for me. I mm-hmm. was considering playing Aguero, Sterling, and Bernardo together. Or Sané. It was one of those. I was going to say, no consideration for Sané? All of them. It, it's, uh, I mean, the problem with, with Man City is that you got to pick and choose. At least on Chelsea, mm-hmm. you got Hazard, and you're pretty much good. Right. That's why I'm surprised that... That's why I don't think it's, it was as simple as like, well, Sterling is in the higher uh, total game, and he has the second highest goal scoring odds. Like, if it's Chelsea, it's going to be Hazard. Yeah, but I did but I did something else in order to mitigate that fact by playing by paying up a goalkeeper. By getting the other goal. That's your goal. Yeah, that's my right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I'm I try to think as, as much different ways as possible. That's why it's like, can I get Frazier in? No. But then I have to go all the way down. I have to play the goalkeeper against my attackers. And I go, I don't mm-hmm. think that's optimal. So I look around and I go, uh, once I decide once I decide to fade hazard, I, I'm playing Ederson for the the other the, my bailout goal of the win clean sheet type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I a if Aguero and Sterling don't get on the score sheet and Hazard does and I'm just thinking one goal, going well at least I got the the goal out of Ederson or something like I mean a, a high priced goalkeeper could have been Kepa but if I'm not playing Hazard I'd rather just not play Chelsea's goalkeeper either. Yep. So I look at that and I go okay and then I look at what I could fill in and it's like Jaka was easily in forty three hundred as primarily you know mo- pretty much all corners I mean Ozil. Ozil's the one poaching them now from Xhaka, as long as Mkhitaryan isn't on the field. There are an inf- I know they're on the road, but they're in a favorite position, so I'm going to side with the favorite side. So I'm not going to. I didn't even bother looking at Richie. I didn't even bother looking at Newcastle. Just like if Xhaka's in, I'll just they're there, there, and then Crystal Palace. I go Milivojevic, and I mean he underperformed. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to play one of the Huddersfield fullbacks. Low. I'd rather play low, but low is 200 more than Hadrianage, and I couldn't. I wanted to play Rico, so I played. I, I basically paid up a defender. Like I want all my floor points to let everyone else go into the low uh, bargain basement midfielders, and I'm gonna get my my floor points, my high single digits or low double digits from Chilwell, Hadrianage, and Rico, and Ederson's win at minimum. At minimum, I mean, even if he gave up a goal, I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm that's not going to be a negative goalkeeper. And then Milivojevic, I'm expecting maybe five or six points from, and I didn't get it. And mm-hmm. there you go. So if if if, if Hazard scores, and Aguero's going to be, I mean, Aguero's popular, so Aguero's score is not going to matter. 
But if Sterling at least matches Hazard, I'm fine. And I'll have the the Ederson win clean sheet bonus on top of all my floor defender points with people going down or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I thought that that could I could be fine even with a Hazard goal at over 50, 60% ownership. The problem mm-hmm. is, is that Hazard's got a hat trick. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if Hazard didn't get the third goal, I would have I would have profited. So the fact that I know I know I'm spinning this in a way of like he needed a hat trick in order to beat me. But if you said to me before the slate, you will win with this lineup as long as Hazard doesn't have a hat trick. Do you, do I just which one do I side with? Do mm-hmm. I just go no? Obviously Hazard's going to have a hat trick today. Right. So I, I I look at that going my process I think was fine. I think that playing Hazard was fine also. I, I, I don't look at playing I, – I, I considered that. I said, like, if I play Hazard and Aguero, can I get any other Man City exposure? No, not reasonably. I'm playing Bernardo and Aguero and then still have to punt in a million different spots. So I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just play Aguero, Sterling, and Bernardo. I just play – just give me three Man City guys and hopefully one of them scores types of things. Uh, I don't even want to do that. Because then I now I'm going down a defender and goalkeeper with guys that may only get three points, so I think process wise, I made that cho- for the choice that I made. I think the process was fine. Mm-hmm. Some people could argue that like, well, fading hazard isn't wasn't an option to begin with, and fine. I respect I perfectly respect that opinion. Apparently, more people went that way than I even expected. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew he would be the fifty, sixty percent owned, even in cash, right? And I go, well, if I get a goal or whatever. But I mean, if I would have known beforehand that he would be eighty percent owned in cash, maybe I would have considered more, like having to play Hazard. I may have still not have done it anyway. But if you need, what a, was your thought when you saw eighty percent Hazard and four point nine percent Sterling? I, I, I uh oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I, I, when I, when I look through my, uh, like high stakes cash and see like, oh, no, like I'm doing like the capture method and no one else is. Everyone's hazard mm-hmm. and someone, some, it, it, some people faded Aguero, hazard and Sane. Yeah. So, yep. Right. Or Bernardo. I think the even. capture method works better when there's only one. There's only one what? Game. There's only one way to capture. And I think people looked at Chelsea and said, there are going to be goals in this one as well. And really to capture, like, I think if if Chelsea's not on the slate, it's easier to say, I can just get all the Man City. But you're actually choosing to not play a team that is expected to score a decent number of goals and the guy who's most likely to do it. Right, because you're not going to play Giroud. You're not going to play Pedro. Right. You're not going to play right. their midfielders. You're not going to play, I mean... If you're going to capture any Chelsea goals, it's going to come through Hazard, especially with right. no Willian and no Sesk out there. Right. No, I, I get it. we say it all the time, like how people, and not, I mean, not people, and we, or at least I do it. But like, this is now, we, we joke around about Seskless Willian. I mean, Hazard, or Seskless and Willianless Hazard is great. Right. Well, I mean, one of the fundamental points of any daily fantasy sport is the more concentrated the production is to a specific team that every team needs to get some amount of production because they'll have the ball at some point. 
is better. I mean, we see that in multiple sports, but in soccer, I mean, that's why you look at like in in the in the past at least. You know, I always take a look at like Pyatt and Sigurdsson from two years ago. Yep. Like what when he, Pyatt was on West Ham and Sigurdsson was on Swansea, it's like they were ninety percent of all their team's production, and they weren't even the best teams in the league. But right. As long as they weren't like a heavy underdog, it's like you know that if West Ham have 46% possession, like 42% of that is going to be at the foot of Pyatt or Sigurds. So taking those guys are like guaranteed points. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea with that lineup is very similar. That if Chelsea's going to do anything this game, unless they, you know, to completely crap the bed. Hazard's probably going to put up 15-plus points. A Man City could be four goals through Aguero, and then everyone else has single digits. It could mm-hmm. be spread out. Fernandinho could have two goals from deep. Sterling could come off at 60. Like it's, You know there's going to be goals, but it could come from five different places. And when you can only roster two of them, you're less sure. I'm making the point against myself, but... I was just about to say that. Yeah, I mean, I think... Going back to what you said, like, it, it would take a hazard hat trick for you to lose. But, like, I think I think the Sterling goal is... He could have had a hat trick. Did you watch the game? Sterling could have had three goals. He also could have had none. That's correct. And save He's for more, Hazard. He was more likely to have none. But save for so Hazard. I'm, I'm just I said I hate he, Hazard. I hate rostering him. I hate, but I'm just I hate everything about was, Eden Hazard. But you were, you're, you're arguing that your process was right. No, my process playing... for my process for if I wanted to fade Hazard was right. Okay, that no, okay. that that's all I'm, I'm, I I if you want to make if you put into the ether viable options, I believe that fading Hazard was viable, maybe not optimal, but at least viable. And if you're gonna say I'm gonna go against playing Hazard, I think playing. Those two, it, it, it could have been it could have been Aguero Sane. Uh, that would have been if. if yep. I'm not arguing. Uh, it's one of the two, and then the fact that I'm paying up at goalkeeper, going well. I need goals out of both of these spots, and if I get goals out of both of these spots, most likely their goalkeeper has a minimum of a five point win. So I'm getting mm-hmm. those points also. It's kind of correlative in a way, and it's my backup. It's like yes, what happens if. Uh, Sterling doesn't score, and Sane scores, or what, and they win two nothing. Like, well, Ederson has ten points, mm-hmm. no matter what. And if if the people that miss David Silva's look at the game, David Silva scored, right? Mm-hmm. We have all other guys scoring, but Ederson got sixteen points. So that's my that's my David Silva goal for missing. If Sterling didn't have so, like that, mm-hmm. that's what I mean by the process of that. Like, I. That's the reason I paid up a goalkeeper. Like that was my next de- my next decision after going Aguero Sterling, Jaka, and then a Huddersfield fullback was let me pay up a let me just pay up a goalkeeper because I can't get I can't get up to Frazier, I can't get up to Madison, I can't get up to and I, I can't get up to playing Sane also, those eight K right. level I can't go up there. Then I look in the mid like six seven range, there's nothing there. Till I get down to like Milivojevic and the and the and the mid-priced fullbacks like Chilwell yep. and Rico and those type of guys. So I go, if I can't get I can't get up in midfield or anywhere there, 
Like, I see the average remaining player salary going, well, let me just pay up the goalkeeper and then let, let me figure out what fits. Because playing up for the Man City goalkeeper. If the other guys score, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to get a goal's worth of points out of Ederson. And if people have Hazard and beat me, so be it. And if, and if he scores three goals, then whatever. And then I'm, I'm just overly surprised that you were willing to fade a sixty percent Hazard. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't think it was optimal. I hate him. I don't. Th- I. I. He. 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 He represents everything that you. He, he have, have, right. A strong he, floor without crosses. Right. Even exactly. Five of them. I know. He had more than Milivojevic and Jaka. I know. And Hatterjanaj. I'm not, and I, I didn't say I was correct. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> myself. Sure, sure. But, I mean, the at least the thinking. It wasn't that, like, oh, uh, I thought Hazard was a bad play. I'm going to load up on Man City and then figure out how to fill out the rest of my lineup with, like, Jefferson Lerma or something. Like, mm-hmm, like it, mm-hmm. there was a th- my, my lineup had a thought process to it. Like, how, how do I backdoor... A cash. Uh, a fi- I'm only looking for a 55th percentile. Mm-hmm. How do I backdoor, even if Hazard puts up 20 points? Yeah. And the so thing the is, is that, that my goal was achieved. If Hazard only put up 20 points, I would have swept in all my double ups. I would have got. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't gotten right over the cash line. So my my goal in my head was achieved. Unfortunately, Hazard had 43 points, mm-hmm. and I couldn't make that up. Right. Okay. Let's go into Champions League. We've got, as you mentioned, a six-game slate. Uh, the I really still think they should do a two-gamer. It's just weird to me that they would skip out on a messy slate and one with Tottenham and Inter, who are pretty popular, but whatever. Um, so I just closed out my window that had all of my notes here. But um, the big one is... The, the big match on the slate is Liverpool uh, hosting PSG, more so that it has the highest total, but um, that's kind of expected goals on both sides. Napoli home against Red Star. Um, no, no is Napoli is away to Red Star. Oh, away, I'm sorry. Yes, away. The top three favorites are all away. Napoli, Atletico Madrid, and Borussia Dortmund. And then uh, Galatasaray, Liverpool, and Schalke are uh, all at home and, and favorites. Um it's I I went a few different ways kind of putting a lineup together. Uh, I think obviously the I, everything would be very different if those three sides that were that are away were at home. But does it stop your does it change your construction that much? No. And I've only <laughs> done some limited construction on mm-hmm. who to put in. But I mean, I take I take a look whenever whenever a team is favored and you're laying odds on the road. Always consider that, like, adding the 150 or something like that as if they were if they were on, like, their home field. I know in Champions League, especially when they're crossing, traveling around Europe, like, home field matters a lot more in soccer, yeah, at significantly, least. Right. Usually significantly further travel. Right. Further travel and also going to, like, traveling to Turkey. Mm-hmm. Not because of the—I de- mean, just, like— the. The, the culture differences as far as soccer is concerned, uh, a little bit more intimidating. Uh, so, like, I look at, like, Napoli being minus 225 away. Like, if they were home, they would be minus 500. Yes. Like, think in terms of, like, Napoli is that much better of a team than Red Scar Belgrade. But also mm-hmm. understand that, you know, 
Red Stars. They're playing there. Right, they're playing there. Right. That, <laughs> do, that doesn't mean Napoli comes in and wins 6 nothing. Right. Like, it could be Napoli win, but it may not be to that extent. Mm-hmm. And then you also take a look at, like, sides that you're used to thinking are good that aren't. Like, the first thing that jumped out of, out of the, the, the betting sheet was Atletico Madrid being a minus 130 favorite away to Monaco. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that Monaco, like... Like doesn't have anyone. They don't have anyone not anymore. Your, not your father's Monica. Right, right, exactly. Other Older than brother's like, Monica. Right, other than Falcao, uh, like they lost all. All their best players are gone. In fact, one of them plays for Atletico. Right. <laughs> so I look. I look at all these these first. But the main thing is that. Save it to say is that the highest total game I may have zero exposure to. I was thinking that too, because we also get. Just we see it in EPL as well. When you see, it could be Tottenham versus Man United, and it's like, how do I play anyone? Or maybe you play Trippier in that case. But I mean, mm-hmm. it depends. I think it's like I think Liverpool it's a PSG. Different. I don't see going. Okay, I got to get Salah and Neymar into my lineup immediately. It's like there's five other games, and they're very expensive. I I agree with you. Uh, I think that if we. If they were playing, and it's kind of weird to say this because the, the, the total would probably be higher if they were playing other teams. But if you looked at each of those teams and said they're going to play in a game with three to four goals, like forgetting who they're playing, there's going to be three or four goals in this game, you would consider Salah and and uh, Neymar or, you know, secondary pieces. Like, you would do that. They just happen to be playing each other, though. No, but that the problem we we just discussed this, the similar type of concept when we t- caught, uh, talked about Eden Hazard, is that let's say same thing three total that Chelsea game against who Cardiff, mm-hmm. okay, it's Chelsea, Man City. Well, obviously the total in that game is going to probably be over three. Do you play Hazard at ten five? Then it's 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 you don't because. Unlike uh, against Cardiff, Chelsea's going to have 70% of the ball. 65%. I mean, Chelsea's going to be attacking most of the mm-hmm. game. And when you attack, you that's how you're generating the fantasy points. Mm-hmm. So it's the heavily condensed production to, to one person mm-hmm. combined with, well, you're going to have the ball 65 plus percent of the time. I look at PSG. Liverpool, and I go, do I really think Liverpool's going to have 65-plus percent possession of the ball? Because they're, they're at home at Anfield. Mm-hmm. Do I think Neymar's going to have 65 but the PSG is? It, it'll it probably be 50-50 in some regard, mm-hmm. which now makes their prices like, like, do I want Neymar on the road and mm-hmm. not even being... Like you pay ten seven for him when it's PSG versus who knows who in in Ligue 1 because you know that PSG on the road or wherever their PSG is going to be dominating possession anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's why I look at that game going, yeah, that's a GPP game for goals. But why? What? Why am I? Why am I not playing guys like like Callion ahead mm-hmm. of Salah? Why aren't I playing guys like uh, like Reus or? Pula or one of the the Dortmund guys in front. I mean the forward the forward position is is 
It's Champions League. It's stacked. Well, it's, it's stacked with goal scorers, but I mean, you you got you got options. I mean, you got you got options. Yeah. I don't. I, this can be a dinky do. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. Like easily, easily. Like almost yeah. like that is the that is the construction. And I go, why? Why are we playing Neymar and Salah? Mm-hmm. Or, or are you are you trying to coax the point out of me? Like that you agree with? Yes. Okay. But I can understand playing Neymar and Salah. I, I have can a understand good idea the idea, and I walk you into the, the idea. Right, but I mean, I can I can understand if you play Neymar or Salah in in GPP. But I mean, mm-hmm. I'd I'd still even at those prices, I'd still rather play Griezmann. And I don't even think Griezmann's a cash play. But I mean, I I if I was going to play one of those three, I'd still play Griezmann over Neymar and Salah. Right? Yep, I agree. In cash. I put I put Neymar on another tier than Salah in terms of floor. Yeah, well, Neymar, like, yeah, that's... I think Neymar may be the quintessential... He's the best floor, floor player in the in the world. Right, his best floor and high ceiling play. I mean, yes. a combination of the two. Yep. Like, Messi probably has the highest ceiling... Him and Ronaldo probably have the ridiculously high ceilings, but Neymar has the ridiculously high floor on top yep. of that ridiculously high ceiling. But it's yes. but we we only say that because Neymar ninety eight percent of the time in any what national team anywhere is playing for a side that is going to dominate possession because the other team is so much lower. Even when he played for Barcelona, even when he played when he plays in France, even in the Champions League, like most of the time when you see Neymar on the slate, you go, "Well, what crappy South American team is Brazil playing?" Like you, like you, you know I, that he's going to play for a team that's dominating the other team, and this is not the case, especially away. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there, but. I'll still make the argument that his floor against Liverpool and Bayern and Juventus and Madrid is higher than almost everybody else's floor against anybody else. No, that that's true, but we don't. I don't have to deal with that until it's a two-game slate, until it's a three-game slate, like in that stage of the the knockout rounds. Right now, we're dealing with like what. I'm looking down at all these other games going, how am I not playing this guy for that price? How am I not I, playing this guy for th- that price? And I go, if at the end of it, I have 10-7 left and I could plug in Neymar, okay, fine. I don't think you get there, but whatever. I could I could get that. But I, I, I don't see me going, where do I start this slate? Let me plug in Neymar into a forward slot and then try to figure it out from there. I go, no, I think that that's incorrect. I know that it doesn't work this way, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Sure. Do you think he has the highest floor on the slate? Yes, but okay. not the highest floor point per dollar. Yep, yep, absolutely. I think that that's that's the better the the more condensed yes. way of putting it. For ten seven, you are locking. You're probably locking in twelve points. Yep. The thing is, is that I think that he's probably not getting twenty two. Right. Although and I think it, that's wrong too. Right. Well, I mean that's upside. But I'm saying there are guys in like mm-hmm. the fives and six k range that could get you twelve points that I see that are rosterable. Yes, that, totally their, agree. Their floor isn't 12. Their floor is 8. But their yes. range of outcomes is like 8 to 12. Neymar's is like 10 to 15 as a floor. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. paying 10-7. I think there's yes. 6K options that you could get your 8 po- You could get 8 points and 
for four K less for five K yes. less. Yep. So is is that the is that the Neymar debate for the podcast? And mm-hmm. so Salah is, is significantly Salah. You're playing for a goal. Correct. But I think I think that the the first option, once we get down, I think playable GPP wise is Cali on a 9600. GPP wise, cash wise. Okay, you said GPP. No, cash wise. I, I but I don't think he's. I don't. I don't even think he's locked and load or anything. There are I... there are there are uh, multiple ways you could do this construction, and I could see not playing Calion. But because there's other forward spots, I mean, like you're you're not going to have a problem filling your forward spots. Correct. Uh, I know that the set pieces are very very important to you. But I think Insignia is actually a better play because his goal scoring odds are slightly higher, and he shoots so much more, and he draws. He does. He's a hazard. Right. He does everything else That's that you exactly hate. what I don't like. I yeah. play Insignia all the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When Calion's yeah. out, or for Italy, exactly, or for Italy, <laughs> right. right? Right. And also, I think uh, he's a. I think he has a better floor than. Okay. Also, yeah. understand this game. It's possible that Milik starts for Mertens. Yeah. In this game, which I mean, Milik said that would be a GPP play. Yep, both both of them would be both for of Napper. them are yeah right yeah I'm not playing Mertens in cash. Mertens actually is is better oh, cash play for Belgium than he is for Napoli. Yeah, and I don't even play him in Belgium. Right, so. but I'm just I'm just saying that Mertens plays yep. as a center forward for Napoli rather than on the wing with Lukaku mm-hmm. for Belgium. For people yep. that you know have been playing the World Cup stuff and yep. you know they they know his name, just plays a slightly different position. I think the t- the toughest thing is to figure out. As we move down, like how Dortmund's going to line up. Yeah, I actually, I, I agree with you, but I'm not sure there is a reasonable lineup that makes me comfortable with whoever I pick. Like I understand that Marco Royce is probably the right call not because he has been taking, but not exactly. No, 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 no. Hold I, I think on. you can make that. I think you make that argument with anybody on the team. It's the I. I could see why this guy is good. But it's always a not necessarily or but there's this like there's at their prices are lower than than the other games that we're considering. Right. But I I really don't think there's a safe floor anywhere on Dortmund. Well, that's why I'd, I'd go down like I, I'm looking at Wolf. Right. Pull. I mean, pull pull a six a little too expensive. He is seventy seven hundred. He's also been hurt. So right. Like I would worry about the the minutes there. Right, and I and, and Philip could be. I mean, the, that yep. would be a GPP play. But I mean, Philip playing centrally instead of Alcacer. But I mean, either either would be GPP plays. They wouldn't be cash plays. Though you'd be playing for Dortmund's goals. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I'm not a big fan of paying uh, 8,300 for Raves. I agree. When I could play, when I could play Calion for 9,600. I, I don't in a better matchup. But I mean, I would yeah. want to play Wolf. If Wolf is like it's one of those like I could say if if they line up Reus, Philip Wolf, in the front three. Like I'd rather play Wolf, but I'm not. I wouldn't be thrilled about it. But I'm almost like if Reus isn't in, for whatever reason. I, I have uh, it's Royce. It's Royce. I call him Royce. Reus. Royce. Well, I, apparently, apparently, Hoylet is Hoylet. Hoylet. That's right. Right. So I should my brand is to mispronounce names very slightly. I I there's a 
a pronunciation guide on UEFA.com. Oh, really? Although I knew Royce anyway. But right. Yeah, Alcacer, is is, is uh, Luis going to catch me on slack with uh, getting Paco's name wrong? Maybe. Possibly. Paco. But but I but getting back to the point, the, yes. the Dortmund lineup uh, is fluid enough that there's no guaranteed any set piece. There's no safe cash play on that team. Right. Zero. They're viable so ones, playing... but there's no safe, safe ones. Correct. I think the highest floor you get on anyone on Dortmund is five points. But you guaranteed it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. But it's just it's it's odd for a team that is decently favored away to Club Bruges and to think I'm not sure there's a cash play here. Yeah, but we see that all the time with mm-hmm. other teams. It's just that you can't iron out what the production's gonna be. Right. I also have kind of a negative history with Dortmund in the Champions League. Okay. Just constantly disappointing. But maybe they're different now. Right. But anyway. Um Right under that is uh, right under Royce is Di Maria, who is much cheaper than the other cash guys we talked about from that game. Does he interest you? No. Okay. If I want to play Di, <laughs> Di Maria, I might as well play Milner on the other side. Okay. For that type of player. Okay. I'm not. Milner's I'm not, obviously much cheaper. Right, but I'm just saying. But I mean, a guy that's on the wing going to take some set pieces. Mm-hmm. But eighty two hundred on on the road to Liverpool. I, I on this slate, a six game slate. There's other options. Yes. Yep. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather play. I, truthfully, I'd rather play Pulisic if he was in. Okay. I don't think I would play. I mean, Diego. Costa. Rather sure. I'm not sure you're gonna play either. Cavani, Costa, GPP. Cavani's play. pretty cheap. Not for cash, obviously. Right. But, but that's kind of a fun price. No, Cavani. No, there's no fun price for Cavani. <laughs> there's there's literally none. If he was mm-hmm. min price three k, you'd still be tilting Cavani. Guaranteed ten points with a goal. Right when when he fouls a million times. Right. Well, Costa's yeah. the same way. If you want to play yeah. Diego, Costa, true. Yeah. Right. I mean, there you go. You got a right mm-hmm. price range for guys that will score goals and have less than twelve points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark Uth. That's another GPP play for Schalke. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not high on Schalke this late, but we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, Firmino it, uh, doesn't play, it, it, it's going to be Sturridge at 6,700. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Origi and Solanke that they're, they're out. I mean, it's possible Sturridge plays 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, as long as he doesn't get hurt 10 minutes in. Yep, which is always a possibility. Like, if, if I'm going to do a GPP play for Liverpool, like, that's where I'm going. Like, screw Salah and Mane. Do you think Mane is popular enough that people still play him over Sturridge? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm wondering if if people say, I want Liverpool, but I don't want to pay all the way up for Salah, they immediately go to Sturridge because he's so much cheaper. Well, that's what you probably should do. Right. So doesn't that kind of open up an interesting ownership opportunity for Mane? I guess. I don't know how popular Liverpool is going to be to begin with. That's fair. I mean, it's going to be popular in some extent in GPP. All right. But I like Wolf. If Wolf's in for Dortmund. 
Plays I on guess. the wing. Yep. Share set pieces. Perfectly fine. You got guys that aren't going to be in or probably not. You got my favorite play. My, I mean, my favorite one? plays the, in, in the whole forward range is uh, at 5,900. Um, it's not a Bubakar. No, that would be not. a GBP play for Porto. Sure, go go for it. He does yeah. tend to score braces uh, seemingly every week in the Champions League. Well, at least Crazy. last year. Yeah, and Didn't he would always incredible, right? And he's always come in at like seven percent ownership. Yeah, always right. And no one would uh. think about pairing it like like you're playing Telus, but no one plays Telus and Abubakar, the obvious no. combination for right. GPP. Yeah, and then it's like Abubakar again. Again, we just uh, like does anyone? All, we're all looking around. Does anyone own this guy? Yeah. Or whatever, nope. because there's it's always on other slates where you're playing other goal scorers. Yeah. Um. I believe the answer, and I, I can't looking pronounce, at my pronunciation I, guide, right. I'm looking at it right now, is Gurmoosh. Gurmoosh? Sinan Gurmoosh, which for those who are just looking at the list, it's uh, it looks like Gummis. Right. With, it's a double umlaut, which is pretty impressive. Right. For, yeah. for Galatasaray. For Galatasaray, yep. Because uh, Akbar... Yeah, he's the easiest one to play, easiest play of the, on the slate. Right, well... Uh, uh, if he Ak- plays. <laughs> well, he should play. You know, Emery, he should. Emery but... Akbaba is injured. Mm-hmm. So he probably will not be in. And if you look at the Turkish league, like Galatasaray actually scores a ton of goals. Yeah, they're good. They're actually a good team. Yeah. Uh, Moscow is struggling and traveling to Turkey is one of the hardest places to go. Uh, Gal- I mean, Galatasaray's favorite. Easier Gumis- from Moscow, though. What? It's easier to travel from Sure, I'm just talking about Tur- the Turkish soccer environment. I mean, just it's mm-hmm. still, you're going... Going Intimidating to different players. players. Right. Mm-hmm. And Gomez yep. takes set pieces and he's forward Gomesh, eligible. Right? I mean, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, he's 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 the exact archetype of the player that I love. Do you play him if Akbaba starts? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly play both of them together. I was just about to say that. My first build had both. Right. Then I, I still might do it. I doubt it, though. Galatasaray probably have 60-plus percent possession this game. Mm-hmm. I like it. But I, I don't think I don't think Emery plays. From my, I, 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 doing the little, I mean. He's doubtful. Right, he's doubtful. Right. I mean, yeah. that, that, there's no technical. But doubtful is kind of just right. anything, yeah. But I don't mind but, him if he's in. But I'm just saying if he's not in, like, he's the first guy in my lineup. Mm-hmm. And he's only forward eligible, which makes it even right. better. Yeah, right. It's like you're always looking for like MFs to fill out. Yeah, it's like oh, this yeah, guy he, he sticks out because he's not a midfielder at all. Right, and yet here he is with set pieces. Unless Figuli starts as well. But yeah, um, ah, Abubakar. Sorry, I just scrolled by. I just, <laughs> um, they're. Options further down, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure if there's any optimal. I mean, you could obviously, if Morega starts play, there are GPP right. plays. That's where right? I was going, yeah. Right, you can play Morega and GPP. Smoloff is out for Moscow, so, yep. I mean, he's injured. You can't play him. I mean, I don't know. He's suspended. Suspended or whatever. Yeah. But, Ad- you, I mean. Adar c- could start. Adar. I'm just going to pronounce everyone's name whichever way I want. Uh, <laughs> Adair? Ed- it's a- Adair. It's not I would Adair. just go with Edder. Whatever, whatever. It's a different eight air. I, I, I'm probably. I will say that uh, Yele Vossen 
4,400 is the one who takes penalties. Uh, for Bruges? For Bruges, and has scored, I think, three of them already. Right. Well, Bruges has actually this done season. well in their in their league. Yeah, really well. The Jupiler League. I was watching some highlights yesterday trying to figure out these corner takers. And then you, you're done. I mean, um, people that aren't starting or, I mean, yeah. you could play Cafu. I mean, yes, you could play Cafu from... Red Star. Red Star, yeah. But, I mean, do you have to dinky-do? I mean, there are, there are 4,100 midfielders that I'll take. Like, right. we're at the range where, like, if you go in and you go and you're going to take, like, like Gumus or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Gurmush, yeah. Right, and you take uh, Calione or Insignia or even if you take Neymar or Griezmann or Sol, I mean, you're going to take one of these guys, uh, Royce or mm-hmm. Di Maria. Or, like, you're going to take something, something up over around over here and then that guy and you're going to be fine. That's what I think. Brahimi's another one who always pops up, and you're like, oh, yeah. Right, because he really should. I mean, he's forward eligible, but, I mean, he's not really a forward. No. Midfield? But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. There's a whole lot of midfield forwards. Right. So the most expensive one is that uh, Kanaplianka. He probably won't start. start. Right. Right. Um. I'm not sure Rodriguez starts for Galatasaray and, and Lamar. I, if I'm going to pay 7,300 for Lamar, okay. as crazy as it sounds, because significant difference, I just play. I get up to Griezmann, or I go down to Saul. Oh, what? Which what? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, you're, you're missing. You went up and down, and you missed that. You missed the guy that I want to play. Who? The quintessential my my type of guy. Koke. Right. Sorry. Come on. Sorry, that, I thought that's what I thought you were going to say. If you're no, going to no, no, sorry. If you're, you're right. going to pay 7300 for Lamar, yes, you, you might as well play 6300 for Koke. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Sorry. You're going down. Where, where are you going? <laughs> I thought you what oh, I'm going to play Sokka. Because I don't play Like what where, where are you going? Because Why I don't like Koke. Why not? Because I don't like paying 6300 for four crosses and nothing else. He does other stuff. No, he really he does not. He he's no. he's a motivator. <laughs> <laughs> How many points do I get for that? No, he he motivates the rest of my lineup. Oh, 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 that's actually worse than what I was thinking. Right. I'm making a joke yeah. and you thought I was serious. Right. In fairness, did you see the game that he had last weekend? No. 15 crosses and 7 fouls drawn. Okay, so there you go. There's his floor. Yeah. Done. Yep. Neymar, lock him in. Yeah. Mhm. Neymar but I mean, you could. I mean, if you wanted to, I don't know. It, it, it optimal builds. You play Mario Fernandez. I mean, For Moscow, yeah, right. But I mean, it, yep. I, I don't know why you would play that away to Galatasaray. Right. If anything, you'd play Moranchuk at a cheaper price. But even then, uh, yeah. I'm not. Even then, but just I, play right. Milner. Right. Just play Milner. Zelensky is if he's in. Is a GPP play. I mean, I think all the other Napoli guys are GPP plays in the midfield. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I think you could play Milner at six thousand. I don't think it's crazy. Right. I think it's viable, but man, I don't. I don't know if that's optimal. But yeah, I've seen some expected lineups without him in it, which seems odd to me. But right. Expected lineups can be odd. Like how far do you go before you like I'm I'm scrolling here and there're really not that many guys I want to play. Like after Milner. After you could play Caligari. What are you talking about? Where's that? What are you talking about? There's plenty oh, of people to play. 
He's a full thousand. I haven't. Even, I mean, there are thirty guys between. Oh, okay. 6, well, that, and 5, I'm going. I, I keep on going. Right. I. That's what I mean. My yeah, scroll wheel. I, I keep go. on. There's plenty of midfielders. Yeah. Well, he's the next one for me. After Milner. Yes. Okay. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. It could. Tra- what, my my point was I'm scrolling through twenty five guys to get to him. Right. But Milner yeah. But the, these are all either people that aren't going to play, ca- or GPP plays. Like I mean, like most yeah. of these guys are guys that just aren't playing. Or, That's true. Right? Like Hamshik, I'm not going to play him. Right. Although he kind of falls in the category we were just talking about. Yeah, but you know, the Celtics, Enon and, and Nukunku right. and yeah. like Farfan could start up top for Moscow, but you're not going to play him. Chopumont, right. I mean, these are guys uh, that aren't going to be in. I guess I guess, I guess, guess you have to count him as an, uh, uh, Ben Fardu if you want to play no. someone against Napoli. Right. That's a GPP play. I don't consider that to be a cash play. Agreed. Hey, it could it, depending on um, uh, the Monaco lineup. I don't think he, I don't think he's a play. But stop! Don't even! Don't even! Should do I not his... drop Nasir Chadley's name <laughs> in a Champions League podcast. Do not do it. He could be in for Ronald Lopez. It. Lopez is injured or something, right? He's not the play. I know, but Regardless. I'm just got to get. It's gonna if you see him in the no. lineup. No, people played him for Belgium. No, people played him for West Brom. No. Oh, I agree with you. I'm just, I, I have, we want to mention people. The quality of this podcast is tanking because of this. Now. Well, I mentioned, well, I mentioned you made a joke and there you go. Guaranteed goal. <laughs> <laughs> just like whatever goalkeeper you like, negative 7.5 points. Right. I'll play Oblock tomorrow and it'll be a Chadley brace. That there you go. Leverage play. Uh, but, but Caligari is obviously easy. easy. Right. And then, depending on Galatasaray's lineup, I mean, he hasn't played in a couple of games. It's Belanda. Belanda, yeah. But you, you, and I, you could even play Belanda with Gurmush. Gurmush. Right. There you go. I'd almost rather one of them not be in the lineup. But Belanda hasn't played, I, played no, in I like mean, four it, games. Yeah, but, I mean, Gurmush as a forward, it's not like you're going to not play him and play Bel, take a midfield spot on Belanda. True, true. Or could, Akbaba. Right. You could play Otavio in GPP, mm-hmm. Porto, if he's in. Obviously, Akbaba, 4,600, mm-hmm. if he happens to be ready to play mm-hmm. for Galatasaray. Schalke has not looked good. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan. Like, outside of Caligari, I'm not really out a fan of playing any of the Schalke guys. Agreed. You know, somebody in the chat is going to throw out Harit's name if he starts. From the World Cup. If he starts. I so, I mean, that would be a GPP play. Fine. Yeah. Okay. You could yep. go for that. Say for like Bentaleb or whatever. I mean, like. Yep. These I believe cheap... Bentaleb's on um, penalties for them, if I remember correctly. I know I mean, we I know we liked them though. during the World Cup, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to play Badu and I at 4,300. Probably not. No, I'm kidding. I'm not playing him now. Right. But I have no problem play, playing Tielemans at thirty seven hundred. He, he's, I think, he's the second easiest. Right. With no Ronnie Lopez, Tielemans right. takes all the set pieces for right. Monaco. And although Tielemans Mon- is the reason why I was ready to slap you through the microphone. I know, but who Chadley. who knows? Maybe Chadley comes in and starts taking everything. You don't know, right? That would be the tilt that I need. Well, that's exactly. I need to mention it. That's why. 
Because people are going to look at, like, your cheat sheet and go Lopez for Monaco, and then he's not going to be in the lineup, you know, an hour before, and you, they're going to go, oh, where do I go? It's like... It's the elements. That's right. where you go. You don't go to Chadley. Anyway. Um, and then you're kind of dead after that. I mean, I guess you could play Moranchuk. I mean, there's two Moranchuks. Play the right yeah. one if you're going to play one, but I don't think you have to play either of them. I don't think you have to go down this far, no matter what. You could play Rudy at 3,100 if you mm-hmm. want to go for that. But if Caligari's in, Caligari's going to take most of the set pieces, and Rudy is a pure defensive destroyer midfielder that, I mean, if you could go after tackles, I guess. He might, yeah. But I'm saying, I look, I look, I look at this, that really cheap, cheap guys, and I go, that's like the only one I look at. Rude Vormer is a defensive mid. He's Aaron Moy for Bruges. Okay. 3,300. Okay, that's another those types of play. That's a Philip Billing mm-hmm. play. No, 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 no. He's, he takes half of their corners. Okay, so he's, a, he's a somewhat better than Philip Billing. He's Milivojevic. Okay, yeah. But much cheaper. Right. Mm-hmm. And at home against a leaky Dortmund defense. Okay. Viable. Mm-hmm. I watched a few of his corners last night. He's not that great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that, you're just... Uh, yeah, you're getting defensive play. Defensive yeah, but I don't even think you need to go down there with your construction. So it doesn't matter. Defender. There's one guy you plug in and just move on. Tell us. Right. I mean, that's... Or there was like a tell us joke there that right. I totally missed. Oh, well. Like that, yeah, I, it's I, more I, who do, who's your other defender. Right. But I'm just, just, just uh, for people that have played EPL and maybe not whatever, you know, for the World Cup, like tell us is a defender. He takes... Literally, all of Porto's set pieces. Mm-hmm. Like now, we—I mean, it, this this year, I don't think anyone has taken a single corner kick other than him. Other than him, yeah. It's close, right? And Porto is is actually is, are they favored? They're close. No, to, but I mean, they should be. Schalke they should be hard. right. Porto should win this game. Yes, even though they're away. If they right, if they're not favored now, they might be by right, kickoff. right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, I plugged him in in a sec, but we have a lot of high-priced defenders. Yeah. I don't mind Mario Rui if you're going to pay up. I agree with you. Totally agree with you. Napoli's the biggest favorite on the slate. Mm-hmm. Away. But Rui takes some on the, his side and mm-hmm. will get forward all the time. Yep. I wouldn't be opposed, although I don't think I would, I would play Rui over him, if Schmelzer's in. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying viability. I get it. You I get, get it. it. But, You're right. You get but it. But I yeah. Would you rather play Schmelzer or Alexander Arnold? Uh I think I get out of the range before okay. I Okay. But I don't see I don't see there's any way for me to play t- Trent Alexander Arnold even in GPP tomorrow. I agree. For one or th- the Atletico guys or True. Robertson or But I think Alexander right? Arnold specifically Oh. For one very, very big reason. Which is? Do you think Alexander Arnold, how forward do you think he's going to get when his assignment this game is Neymar? Is Neymar? Neymar kind of goes wherever he wants. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, but Neymar's typically on that side. Do you play Alexander Arnold if Milner is out? Home favorite. I don't think I play either of them. I don't think I play either anyway. Okay. 
I mean, there's a path for Alexander Arnold to be important. True, I guess so. If you're going to pay up, I, but I still I'd rather play Rui over both of them over any. Agreed. Right. right. That that's sort of the difficulty with these right. guys is that I'd rather play Telus and Rui. Right. But the Atletico guy, I'm not playing. Uh, Hernandez no. shouldn't be playing, but Luis. Yeah, he shouldn't be 5,400 either. Telus, I think, would be 6,500 if they were at home. Yes. If anything, maybe at the Atletico, I play Juan Fran if I had to choose, only because of the price. Um, He's 4,700. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I, you're right, you guess. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got a lot of guys up here that aren't going to be playing. Yep. It's yeah. It's kind of a weird. And then you go go, it's go so down. so top heavy, right? It's, but but you don't really like it's so top heavy, and paying slightly down doesn't really get you anything. That yeah, but you're also you're already paying like there's going to be a ton of four K fullbacks, right? A metric, I'm saying, ton of them, but none of them I don't even like. Right, and but also, you're more likely to pay. 4K, then, like, you're more likely to pay 4000 than 4800 is what I'm saying. Like, right, that's absolutely right. But I'm yeah. saying, taking a look at your lineup construction, like, I'm going through right now, putting my guys in, going, like, how, how do I not pay? I, I can pay up. Like, I don't even understand, like, like, this is, it, it's almost stupid that, like, why, I mean, most likely, I, I'm going to pay up at both defender spots. I think it's going to be very popular. Right. But I'm saying... It depends all, what... It depends I mean, what the, forward the, you put in. Exactly. But even even then... Um, like, I, th- I think if... If you want to go with Tielemans and... Um, I'm blanking on the Schalke guy now. Caligari. Sorry. So if you play Tielemans and Caligari... I mean that's you can play uh, Neymar in this lineup. You can you can yeah. play you can play Neymar in this lineup. Uh-huh. You can play anyone you want in this I mean you could if you want to play Insigne instead of you can play them both together if you wanted to. Like the value is so available. The midfield value really opens everything up. Right, but also even if you want to go down, let's say you, you don't you don't you take Telus but you go down at defender and you take a 4K defender. Like you could do anything with your lineup at this point. Yeah. Like all those guys up top if you if you're listening to the podcast, yelling at your phone or whatever you're listening to going, "Obviously I'm playing so at home against PSG. You're stupid or something." Like you okay, then do it. Plug them in. Mm-hmm. You could do it. I obviously you play Neymar or like whatever. Di Maria, who if, if it's Avaldo, he's probably like, how do you not talk about Angel Di Maria? Mm-hmm. You could play him, Avaldo. You can, or Royce, mm-hmm. or any of these guys. Mane. Mm. Maybe you don't even yeah, play. They, Pelle. they all fit. Yes. They all fit. Right. Like the pricing yes. is soft enough, and I think the softness of the pricing comes down to the fact only because Liverpool and PSG are playing against one another. Yeah. Like I think if they were playing other teams this would be much trickier yeah because then you'd go i want to play salah i want to play neymar how do i play anyone from napoli right or you go well i got a one of the two two of the three mm-hmm. or you go mm-hmm. I, I i could do all three but then i can't play tell in my defender spot because tell yep. us would be 6500 right 
Do you think there's a bigger lock on the slate than Ivaldo playing Di Maria? No, I don't. I don't think he does. Really? Wow. Interesting. Is there a bigger lock on the slate than me? What? What? What was I playing? Oh, I forgot about Koke. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about Koke in my lineup. Oh, I could. I could pay. I could pay double for goalkeeper now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pay double for goalkeeper to guarantee like a, a point total? I, I have a humongous hesitation at goalkeeper. You do because I think David Espina is awful, and so I don't really want to pay for him. Uh, Oblock is going to lose his clean sheet to the Chadley brace. No, I, I I know where you're going. The best the best goalkeeper play is Musler. It it is. Um, or going down to uh, and playing Casillas. I agree with that as well. You know who I think might have the highest score by the end of the day? Allison. Possibly, yeah. But I can't decide how much I really think Liverpool's that good or if I just keep hearing Bobby Boom tell me over and over and over again <laughs> that they're the best team in the league, in the world. Excuse right. Me. My cash lineup, I could pay 8300 for goalkeeper. Right. Can I give money back? You're going you're gonna to actually tweet at Bernbach asking if you can pay 10000 for Koke. <laughs> just to make you, just to, so you can fill your salary. No, no, no. I, I, have no, I have no problem. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna. Yeah, this is like I, I'm putting all these guys in. It's like, can I just lock in 15 points a goalkeeper with 8,300 and just not play a goalkeeper? Do you know what the midfield value is gonna do to, to you though? What you're gonna end up not playing Gramouche. No, no. How do you fade him? Because you're gonna have 5,000 left over. Yeah, you're right. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, do I want to pay 15? I have the money. Right. I'll just play Greetsman. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm playing Greetsman and Koke. And you're like, oh, well, for 700 more, I can just play Neymar. I think I think you may be proud of me. I think the guy that I get rid of is Koke. Wow. I, I think, think you're just lying. I think yeah, you're I, just saying that. I, I think the guy I, I'm going to end up getting rid of is Caligari. Yes, 100%. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know me too well. We've been doing yeah. this podcast for long mm-hmm. enough that you're like, yeah. if it gets down between... Uh, Atletico being that big of a, that favorite mm-hmm. on the road, and Caligari and Porto actually looks like a better team. Like I'd ra- and especially with Rudy in mm-hmm. that may poach. Like I'll take Koke, and then I'll I'll end up playing. I'm going to tell you what Koke's final line is going to be. What six and a half zero points? shots, three crosses, two fouls drawn, two assists. Oh, two assists. Okay, so I get the bailout assists. Two bit two of them to Costa. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There you go. Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. We're available, as always, in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is available for all subscribers. It's going to be very busy tomorrow. People love their Champions League. Um, we are going to have another podcast tomorrow. Jordan will not be on it, though. We've got a special guest that anybody who listened last year will know exactly who it is. But, Jordan, thank you for all that. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/slash soccer.
whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.